Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Sorry, I wore a sweatshirt. I'm trying to make sweatshirts business casual in oh, 2021. I, like, I often wear sweatshirts. I normally wear sweatshirts, but, you know, very little things fit me these days. Oh, and What's your due date? May 4th. Oh my gosh, that's so soon. May the oh, fourth I know. be with you. Or just Try, let it be Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> that's my hope. Like I genuinely hope that she is born for Cinco de Mayo because I love birthday parties and I'm like, yes. child, you would be blessed with guac and fajitas. That's for right. The rest Forever. Of your life. She would be highly favored. That's highly right. Highly favored. Uh, oh, I hope. Um all right, are we are we ready? I was so glad you were on the podcast again. Thank you for having me back. This is my dream come true, Sadie. Thank you. Well, it's my dream come true. And, you know, I think you and Bob Goff are the only two people I've had on the show twice. (gasps) And y'all are like kind of like similar people. We are. (laughs) I'm like a a cheaper Bob Goff. I'm like the the bottom shelf Bob Goff and he's the top shelf Bob Goff. No, you're just the girl version. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's awesome. Well, I miss you. I miss seeing you in Nashville. Our I frothy know. monkey hangs, which I, I don't even know if that is a thing anymore. Because on the porch, you can be on the porch there. Oh well, that's good. Yes. Do you like how that's the sun good. is coming in right now? By the way, the yes. sun is setting in Nashville. That's that probably one thing you don't miss in West Monroe is the sun does not set at three o'clock or whatever in the winter there. Oh huh? no, that's so very very early. That's bad. Yeah. So I was I was thinking about this because uh, I was just thinking I haven't talked to you in forever. Ever, and how you were the first person that I really saw on social media talking about COVID and yeah. how um, you had the pants count, yeah. which is like the fun. And I was just wondering, do you still have a pants count? Yeah. I mean, so what happened is I got quarantined the first week of March. So like literally my friend who got COVID was one of the first 10 people in our city to get it. No. And so at that point, the health department, jokes on them, literally thought that they could contain it if all of us stayed home. And of course, Sadie, I'd come home from tour. I'd gotten off the bus Monday morning and Tuesday night I went and watched the Bachelor season finale yes, and you did. Wednesday morning she put, tested positive for COVID and we were all like no. wait people have that in America wait what are you talking what? about and so the and so then because I'm not married yet I don't have kids yet and I live alone I was like I have to be in my house by myself for 14 days and then Dang. it just kept going as everything shut down and so I was like right. I have to count whether I have on what kind of pants I have on I have to wear a different <laughs> lipstick every day I mean I made all these rules to try to have I mean it's what we're talking about it was I had to set up all these little almost like buoys or tent poles in my life when I was trapped in my house to try to help me have fun in a really 
scary and and sad situation. I don't want to be alone that much. It's terrible. Yeah, that is terrible. Well, I mean, Annie, you you do have a thing for uh, taking... What is it? Living to make it lemonade. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Botch the quote. But no, you do. And like like you said, that's what we're going to talk about today. Your new book, which I actually have right here. That sounds fun. Yes. And you do. You just make life fun. And it's cool, too, because not only did you make something good out of something that was really hard and have fun in a, in a really hard time. And I know that was hard. It's not like that was necessarily fun, but you made fun things happen. Yeah. My mom took, you know, you said you learned yes. from her. She learns from you. She took from your advice. We had charts on our house every kid had to put like what they're gonna do in quarantine what hobbies what fun like yeah. all the stuff bucket and list from you yeah so you were a fun instructor and yeah that is, that's right that i'll is- take it you know that happens to me all the time say but people will back when we traveled and such they'd stop me at airports or or at restaurants or even at church and be like annie can i tell you what i do for fun because it's the last question i always ask on my uh, podcast cool. it's also called that sounds fun and it's because people have kind of set me up as like the judge and the expert like they want me yep. to coach them and they want me to judge their fun and i'm I always like it. if it's fun to you it's fun you're doing it it's awesome that's so good i love that well that that's a good point if it's fun to you it's fun because like my friend steph that you know is, yes. like, loves puzzles that's not necessarily fun for everybody but hey i love that she loves it she's in here Shout that's exactly steph. right uh, well, I know you've been on the podcast, so you've answered the question, what's the best piece of advice? But do you have any other good piece of advice that you've been given recently or whenever that you've thought of that you want to share with us? Okay, so I've been thinking about this for some days. And I'll tell you the thing that has changed my life the most in the last probably three to four years mm-hmm. has been, someone literally said to me, just open your Bible every day, which I know mm-hmm. sounds ridiculous because I've been a Christian a long time and you have too. And but I didn't have a very good rhythm of yep. spending time in scripture. I would have quiet times, quote, quote, as they right. say, and I would read, but it wasn't like daily. And so yeah. what I did last year is I got a plan and I read the gospels 12 times. I read J- Matthew, Mark, wow. Luke, and John every month for the whole year. Wow. And and it has, I know this is going to sound silly, but it has changed my life. Because wow. now when we live in a world where government's confusing and the unrest is confusing. Right. And and who is right and who is wrong. I have spent an entire year reading the Gospels cool. and knowing what Jesus is like. It's awesome. And so that would be, that's the advice that someone gave me a few years ago that in the last few years has really changed me. Is like, it doesn't have to be a hundred chapters a day. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a hundred pages a day, but just yep. every day, if you'll open your Bible, there's so many plans out there. You wow. version has a bunch. You've created yeah. some and yep. uh, she reads truth has them. He reads mm-hmm. truth. And we did one on that's on my website. That's the, the gospel one that I did. It's we awesome. like designed it for the whole year. And it just, so cool. I know that sounds crazy, but it just, you know this, it changes your no, life to be It does change your life. I love that. I saw you doing that on Instagram, posting about the Gospels each day. And I thought that was so cool. And I can relate to that because, you know, I'm someone that I love the word. I read the word a lot, but I am not that consistent. And so this year I was like, I'm going to do a plan. So I started the Bible in a year with Nikki Gumbel on the yeah. Bible app. And even the first 18 days of this year, like I have felt so like secure just knowing yes. that like I'm rooted in the word and like that's my every, you know, every day I'm reading it and it's not every time in the morning. Sometimes I read it before I go to bed, but just having that consistency of every day has been huge. And I think for me, I used to be like, oh, you don't have to have like a plan. You know, you can just read it. And that's true. But sometimes in your life, you need a plan. Like you yes. need to follow something, that consistency. So that's such good advice. I'm taking it. I love it. Uh, I was thinking about this that I 
want to talk to you about because I saw you at Q Conference yes. and you and Jenny Allen actually got into a great discussion about, yeah. <laughs> y'all are hilarious, uh, discipleship online. And yeah. I think you use your platform for so much good, your social media, your podcast, everything. Um, but what would you say, practical tips for like the average following person, they're not necessarily an influencer, but they have social media and they're like, I, I'm the light of the world. Like I'm a Christian. I want to use this. Like what's a practical tip to help somebody use their platform for good? Yeah, that's a great question, Sadie. And, and the truth is everybody's an influencer there. Yeah. If you have more than one follower, that's not your mom, then you are influencing someone. Preach. Someone's looking at you and they are saying, I wonder what they're wearing. I wonder what they're doing. I'm following them because I want to have some view into their life that may change my life. Every person I follow, the reason I follow them is I want to keep up with who they are or I want to learn from them or both. Cool. And so that so I think one the first thing I'd say is remember that actually you are influencing. You don't have to have That's millions great. of followers to be impacting someone's life. Um, the other thing I would say, especially in times of unrest, is be quick to listen and slow to speak. Mm, because once something is on the internet, it is screenshot for all to see. It Truth. only takes it only takes you losing self-control in anger or in lust or in unkindness or in gossip or in racism. It only takes one moment of you losing self-control and posting something that other people can screenshot it and we can all read it forever, even if you deleted it. Yeah. So Jesus true. telling us or God telling us to be quick to listen and slow to speak it's was good. a gift before we even knew we would have Instagram and Twitter and yep. Snapchat That's and TikTok so and all the things. I love that because I think when something happens in the world, like you feel like I have to say something or I need to say something or I want to mm -hmm. say something. And it's so wise to just stop and to think and to listen and pray about it, ponder it before yeah. you put it out. Because I think we saw that a lot this year. Like obviously cancel culture is not a good thing. Right. But I feel like there's also something to us thinking a little bit longer or yes. praying a little bit more before yes. we just put something out so that we can avoid uh, offending someone. And right. you can't always. People are very offendable these days. Yes. But at the same time, just using that wisdom with your words, I think that's so good. Because it's important it. to remember that scripture doesn't say, be quick to listen and then be silent. It yep. actually does say there is a right time. If you're supposed to be slow to speak, there is a right time to speak up for justice, for our neighbors, for those that are less fortunate than us. There is a right time to speak up. It's good. We just need to be slow to it, just not yep. never to it. It's great. I love that. That's good advice right there. Someone's going to take that. I love it. Well, I want to talk about your book. Okay. That sounds fun, which is also like your podcast. That sounds yes. fun. Okay. So I have to ask you, because, you know, Enneagram is so fun for anybody to talk about. Do you think that being a seven kind of helps you influence your writing a book called That Sounds Fun? Totally. Because like when I, Jenny and I just talked, Jenny Allen and I just talked about this. Um, when you think about who wrote the Bible, I'm like, I wish a seven would have written one book so that we'd see like, <laughs> what were the funny things going on, right? Yes. So yeah, I totally, I think each, it's just like the body of Christ. We need all these people serving in all different ways so that we can see the fullness of who God is. That's great. And so I need to write books like a seven because the world does need someone while the we threes do. are reminding us to work hard and the fives are reminding us to research and the nines are reminding us to care about other people more than we care about ourselves and the twos are reminding us to serve and all that the sevens have to remind us like yeah but are y'all having a good time at all 
Is anyone having that. a good time? And is anyone making space? Because that's what it is, is, is the great. healthiest moment of fun is the moment where you've made some space and there's mm. a little b- deep breath for your soul. So and good. and so, yeah, I absolutely think my sevenness plays into writing about fun. But you know what? When I was growing up, Sadie, I would think, man, why? How come everybody else doesn't think about fun this much? Am I immature? Yeah. Am I like, is there something wrong with me? And the longer I've been Annie, the more I've gone like, no, you know what? God doesn't mess up when he makes me. And he no. doesn't make mess up when he makes any of us. And so the things that I love are the things I'm meant to love. And the things, yes. I mean, like puzzles with Steph, right? Yeah. But really, the like the the strengths that I have are meant for the world. Yeah. And it's so, great. and really, the book is called That Sounds Fun. It is about fun, but it's so much about learning how to mm-hmm. love how God made you. So you go after the things that you love. So oh, that, I love so that, that the whole world flourishes, not just you quietly in your own little life. So good. That's like the message of live original. It's like take what God has originally placed in you, whether that is something specific or something like the idea of having fun and use it for his glory, use it for good. And I, I think that's so cool. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. I wanted to ask you, because obviously being a seven has played into that, but also this is who you are. It's who God made you to be. Do you think genuinely that everybody can have fun? Like I do. I think it. I think it looks different for everybody. I think what's I happened that. is that we've decided that fun is Disney World, and there yeah. are people who think fun is rocking in a rocking chair on a back porch. And so they would say to That's you and true. me, "Well, I'm not very fun." Like a lot of yeah. my friends who are moms will be like, "Well, I'm not the fun mom," and I'm like, "Well, mm. your kids think you're the fun mom, but when you look on Instagram, you don't mm. think you're the fun mom." That's true, right? So everybody, yeah. real, it happens to me all the time, Sadie, where people walk up and say. Uh, you know, they'll be telling me their fun thing and they'll start with, I don't know if this is very fun. Or when yeah. I ask my guests that are on the podcast at the end, what sounds fun to you? They go, I don't know if you're going to think this is fun, but yeah. I'm like, yes, if you think it is if fun, it is fun. fun. If Steph mm, thinks puzzles so are fun, then game on. Puzzles are fun for her. But so the problem good. is, is when we decide that fun has to be expensive or big or Disney World, and then we think, well, then what I'm doing is not fun. So true. And the reality is, no. If if you think you're having fun, you probably then you're are having fun. You probably oh, I are. Love that that's so f- interesting because you know we talk about comparison a lot, but you never think about comparing your fun, except for you do that all the time, all the time. Like, because you, it's comparing so your cool. It's the same yeah. thing. It's that you think you aren't purposely Man. going. Is that person more fun than me? But you're going. 
wait, they look like they're having more fun than me, which makes me sad because I'm in pain or yeah. makes me sad because I didn't think of it or makes me sad because I don't have the yeah. money to do that. We wow, go, well, of course good. they're having a great time because they're married or of course yeah. they're having a great time because they're rich. And you're like, nah, man, do you like cross stitching? Then you're having a good time. That's do you so like good. cooking in your kitchen? Have, have you learned to make your own marshmallows during COVID? You're, that's awesome. Like you're having as much Second. fun because the thing we don't know or we can't really define about the people who are going to Disney World for fun or going to Paris for fun mm-hmm. is normally their hurts and their pains are about equal to the level of of escapism we see them doing. So true. So true. And so you're like, man, these big celebrities who get to do these big, massive trips. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure and a lot of pain in their lives, too, that we don't experience. So, so let's like celebrate that a puzzle is relaxing to us because yeah. that also means our stress is at a level that a puzzle can help. Yeah, that's so good, man. I love this. Right? I actually, I, I, you don't even know you can learn so much about fun. And, that's my goal, and, girl. I, I love that's it. my goal. I love this. This is amazing. Okay, so what I've found whenever I write books is that like every time I go to write a book, I always get challenged with the message I'm writing. Yeah. And I feel like in the writing process, like I start doubting like, well, am I really like fearless because I struggle with fear? Am I really like living because today was kind of stinky or whatever it is, you know? It's like, had you been challenged in this message as you wrote it to, and especially in the year that we've had, a book like that sounds fun. Have you felt that challenge in your own life? So I turned in the first draft in April of 2020, and we changed about a third of the book by September, October of 2020. Because it was like, I'm talking a big game, but now I'm trapped in my house yeah. alone and yeah. I, all my trips are canceled. I mean, I, I had a big birthday in the summer and I had a big trip to England scheduled. And wow. I mean, I, you know, I, we all lost a lot in 2020 and so far in 2021. And so it wasn't, I'm with you that most of my other books, it's while I'm writing that I'm wrestling it down. And this one I wrote, it was kind of like, yeah, I feel all that. Now there's a couple of like really sad moments in this book before COVID of like, man, I had to like, I thought this was going to be a thing and it didn't work out. There's a chapter about how I had a dog for six days and then I was allergic to it. Sadie, oh, it was oh. awful. I cried I, writing it. I cried reading the audiobook. Men tell me all the time that are reading the book that that chapter made so them cry. That, is, that will make me cry. Awful. It's that's awful. So it's called The Pet Shop. Read it or don't, but I've warned you. I've warned you. I only had the puppy for six days. <laughs> oh, um, no. But what happened during COVID is I, it, th- this felt like such a gift from God, sort of, in that I got to go through the whole book that I had already written with the eyes of someone living through COVID and mm-hmm. rewrite the pieces that were tone deaf to a world where we didn't know wow. we'd be stuck in our houses for that long or wow. have everything canceled. So then I got wow. to go, man, do I actually, it's almost like I got to write a first draft and then I got to watch to see if it was actually true. Straight. And there were a couple places where I was like, well, that isn't true anymore. If it, I can't awesome. write a whole chapter about flying to Europe. Because who's getting to do yeah. that? Europeans. Yeah. And that's it. You know, Europe- like, <laughs> and so, <laughs> so it, I feel, I feel that same thing you feel writing. I just, in a, in a brand new way that I've never done before, it's almost like I got to lay that filter mm-hmm. over the whole book and shake it out and so all the good. stuff that wasn't true during COVID and after COVID and in the book anymore. Wow. What a blessing. That's so cool. I was because- so glad. <laughs> 
And that's so great, even for people knowing who are going to get this book, which you all should get this book for sure, obviously. But for people knowing getting the book, this isn't going to be something that is, like you said, tone deaf to the situation that we're in. It's actually speaking straight to the mm-hmm. situation that you're in. And so, you know, you just talked about going through a hard time and it, that's still in your book. That sounds fun. So what is your advice for people who, you know, are going through a hard time, went through mm-hmm. the worst of COVID, lost somebody, like these really hard things. Like, what's your advice to them? And why would you say, like, this book is for you? And I think it can encourage you because of this. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing I learned the most when I watched that movie, Inside Out, is that yes. joy and sadness are better together. Cool. And so and, and so I think for people who are really hurting after COVID or in the middle of COVID, we aren't after it, sadly, right. yet. Come Lord Jesus and set us free from COVID. Like, mm-hmm. but... But for people who are living through it, as we all are, I actually think fun is a little bit of the medicine we need for the sickness that our hearts feel. We just need a release. And the problem is we think I will feel better once I can fly to fill in the blank. Or, you know what, I'm going to feel better this weekend because I'm going to drink as much as I want to drink. Or I'm going to eat as much as I want to eat. Or the thing I've been seeing, if I'm being real honest with you, Sadie, is my friends are hooking up in ways they weren't doing before COVID. Because they, the single people aren't meeting new people. And so they're just scrolling through their phones and making decisions in secret that nobody knows because there's not accountability because you don't have to look. The dudes don't have to look each other in the face. They can do whatever they want in secret. And the girls, too. And and so there's been all these things we've run to in COVID Mm -hmm. because we didn't want to feel alone or abandoned or sad. Mm -hmm. And so for our friends who are feeling any of that or who have run to those things, I would say you are allowed to feel that. Stop trying to medicate that with things Mm -hmm. and instead just feel it Mm -hmm. and believe yourself and then go, well, what really brings me joy? Because here's how we figured out. You want to know the quiz? I'll give you the fun quiz. When you got home from school in third grade on a Tuesday, what did you do? What did you really do after school on Tuesdays, Sadie? What would you do when you were a kid? so great. I'm trying to think. Well, you know, my mom and dad always made me and John Luke go play outside. Yep. And that is actually true. Like, to this day, whenever I need a break, like, me and Christian go on a walk or I take the dog outside. Like, there's something about just getting outside and being in the freshness and the quiet of Louisiana woods. So that is so interesting. It it stays with you. That thing you did as a kid that made you feel wild and free actually still lives in you. Now, it doesn't mean, so I had, do I have time to tell you a quick story? Yes. This, I was talking to another guy. We were talking about this. And I said, okay, so tell me what you did after school. And he was like, this isn't going to sound fun, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, get all that out of your system. Now tell me. And he said, I used to get the kids together in my neighborhood. And we would like be a choir. And I would direct the wow. choir. And I was like, that is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. Wow. That That's is so, so cool. And I was like, do you sing now? And he's like getting teary. He's like, no. Aww. I don't. Why don't I do that? Why don't I? Why are my? Why am I not in a chorus? Why am I not? You know, and so then because there is something in us that fun thing. The reason I want to say that when we're talking about pain is because that thing we're longing for when we're in pain, um, it actually is this thing in us that you know our uh, eternity is set in our hearts. What we're mm-hmm. really longing for is to be with Jesus. What right. we're really longing for is Eden before everything was broken. Right. And the truth is we don't get that here. Mm-hmm. We don't get that here. And, and there was never a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. 
right? There was never a pot of gold. Yeah. And so we're well. sad that we can't get to, we always look at a rainbow and I, well, I wish we could get to the end and you never can. God never promised the pot of gold. He promised the rainbow. Wow. And so in your pain, find the kind of fun that is not chasing a pot of gold, but is celebrating the rainbow. The thing Great. you did when you were a kid that made you feel alive, whether it's painting, playing, uh, writing, puzzles, anything, singing, I don't know, riding a bike, playing outside. The thing you did as a kid, if you will put 30 minutes on your calendar this week and just label it fun and you'll go try that thing again, you're going to learn something about yourself. You're either going to love it or you're not going to love it. And it's going to give you direction on what happens next. Preach. I love this, Annie. This is so, so good. I feel like people are going to be so set free from this book and even this podcast, the different things that you talk on. Because like even that simple thing of like going back, I was like, what did I do? And it was like, it came to my mind like that. That was so cool. And you still do it. You still do it because there is something about being outside. Being outside is always a win. I mean, yeah. you know, one of the things they tell you, you should know this when you're about to have a baby, is they say when a kid gets crabby, put him in water. You know, like when they act crabby, <laughs> put him in water. And the same That's is true when we're adults. P- put us in a swimming pool or put us outside. That's so and true. And it helps. It just helps. It does. That's so good. I love it. With Kizik Can's free shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Okay, so you talk about this in the book, The Joys of Being an Amateur. Yes. Tell me about that. Yeah, you know what's happened to us? And this is this kind of goes back to your influencer question a little bit, is we've all kind of been convinced that you can't try a makeup look or have a conversation about racial injustice or try a sport if you're not a professional at it. So, so don't true. say or do anything unless you're sure you're going to be the best. Yep. And that is a concern with cancel culture, right? Is that mm-hmm. if you make a if you're trying to learn and grow and you make a misstep, you're going to get canceled. Yeah. And so, but the joy of being an amateur is what if we just let ourselves and each other be new at something? Mm-hmm. Like what if we just were allowed to not know how to do everything? Like so good. Wh- why when did we stop te- when did I stop saying to you? I hope I didn't say it to you, but when did I stop mm-hmm. saying to you like say to you you can't try anything new. You have to only yeah. do what you're good at. And yeah. it just limits our fun. It, it limits does. our fun. It puts so much pressure on you. I think it because yes. that's, that's the thing. Like people who are even my age, twenty three, is like, why do I have to be a professional at twenty three? I like I can't be. I have so much to learn. I yes. have so much to grow in. But when you think you have to be that to start that, you're never going to start because yes. the pressure's too high. And Sadie, I didn't write my first book until I was twenty six. It didn't mm-hmm. come out till I was thirty two. I, when wow. I was 23, I was teaching elementary school. I was playing guitar for fifth That's graders awesome. trying to teach them how to spell words, right? Like, we never awesome. know where our life is going compared nope. to where we are. So don't make yourself, don't take the pressure off of, I can't post this picture unless it's um, edited perfectly. Or I can't tell this story unless it's worked out just like I thought it would. Or I can't try this sport or this craft or this recipe until I know I'm going to be good at it. We yeah. are losing so many opportunities at fun by forcing ourselves to be pros be an amateur be not perfect at something and you're going to have so much more fun 
Oh, I love this And we got to do it for each other, too. We got to start letting people like, yes. you know what? She's That's not what a professional was... at that conversation, but she's trying. That's what I was going to say. Like, everybody wants this, but it takes us, like, actually doing it and cheering other people on in it, too, for yes. this to actually happen. It's like everything you're saying is so practical. Everything you're saying is it preaches. It's, practi- it's practical. It's what everybody needs. It's actually, like, a breath of fresh air, actually, and honestly. But it just takes us actually listening mm-hmm. and following through and doing it. And, yeah, like you said, not judging others, not canceling others, allowing people the grace to learn. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. I love this. It's one of the things when we're having hard conversations, either online or in person, and you get so offended. I get offended by people. Yeah. Then my first question needs to be, tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more about, I don't even have to start yelling. If I want to engage, my first thing is like, I'm surprised at what you're saying. Tell me more. Because yeah. if I'm going to be an amateur and learn from you, then I, and I also need to give you grace that you're a learner. That's how I have to walk into these conversations that are hard online. Yeah. They're hard to have online. So true. But, but it's happening. Yeah, it's so good. I was actually at the dinner table with somebody two nights ago, and we have totally different lives, and I knew we had totally different views, and you kind of tiptoe around those things, and you don't really ask, you don't really dive in, and I finally was like, can I ask you a question? And I just asked him like this question that was super controversial that I knew he liked and like thought, believed, and I was like, help me understand what I'm missing because I don't... I don't see it, you know? And it was such a mess. Like, our conversation was so awkward. Like, we yes. just awkwardly stumbled over words and didn't really, like, get to the whole point. But it was a start. And that conversation was so good that night. Yes. Like, it opened the door for not even that conversation to get answered, but so many other things. And I was like, you know what? We need to do this more. Like, just awkwardly dive into it you know? awkwardly dive into that. it if i could make a t-shirt today just awkwardly, <laughs> awkwardly dive, into, dive it. into it that relationship <laughs> you're scared of that conversation you're scared of <laughs> that grad school you're scared to apply to awkwardly dive into it you will be fine you will not yes. drown the front of the shirt, and you say, be an amateur. The back says, awkwardly dive in. <laughs> <That's> exactly right. <laughs> I love it. Right. I'm wearing it. Me too. Um, okay, so I love how your subtitle, you talk about why you need a hobby. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool because why do you need a hobby? And so I want to ask you, what is your hobby and how does it help you? Okay, so I'm still working on getting hobbies lined up in my life. and awesome. But I'll tell you the one, and I don't think they have to last forever, but I'll tell you yeah. the one that I've been... Uh, really working on lately has been I picked up cross stitching again <laughs> like I, like my grandmother taught me a hundred years ago <laughs> when you um, said cross stitching earlier I was like I wonder if she's referring yes, to herself <laughs> yes a hundred percent because you know what I noticed is I was watching tv and I was scrolling on my phone like why do we double screen it's, it's unbelievable so it's I do it so annoying. all the time and so what I did is I went on Etsy and I found a, a pattern from Hamilton and it's the three sisters in Hamilton and they're saying work and they've and, and it's yes. so cute. And I was like, I can cross stitch that. And so I sit. So now I do that when I'm watching TV or whatever. And but the other cool thing, Sadie, is so we need hobbies because we need to make space for things like that. I, yeah. We need things that don't involve our brains. I actually like puzzles, too, like Steph. And sometimes I'll listen to audiobooks or listen to podcasts and just work on with my hands it's just nice one of the things matt chandler taught me is if you sabbath or sorry if you work with your hands sabbath with your mind and if you work with your mind sabbath with your hands 
Wow. Right? And so we need to, now, of course, we do some of both because you're like, well, I type and I use my brain. I know, I know. Um, People yell at me on the internet like, well, I'm a mom, so what? And I'm like, stop. Stop yeah. ripping this apart. Just figure Don't it out. Nitpicky. <laughs> but so part of hobbies is you need to rest your brain and do something right. with your hands. That's or you so need to if good. you're building stuff every day, rest your hands and read a book yeah. and let your brain engage. So cross stitching has that. been that for me. And you know the other sweet thing is I've met people in the craft store that I would have never met in any other way except we both needed the same yellow. That's so cool. Right? So hobbies build community that you don't have. And in a world where we want friends who don't believe everything Mm -hmm. we believe because we know we have the right answer and we want people to know who Jesus is, sometimes you can stand up and preach in the the aisles of Joanne's fabric and that's fine. But other times you can just meet the girl by the yellow and make friends. And that's so good. Someday believe that 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 interaction will continue to lead to people knowing who Jesus is. I love that. That's so good. You know, it's funny you talk about the double screen because I have to admit I have this terrible addiction to Candy Crush, the game. Yes. And I, <laughs> how like, many levels I, are you? Uh, it's like like I, it's embarrassing. Like I'm thousands. In the, I'm in the 900s, so I'm, I'm close to the thousand. But this is so funny. So the other day, I was like, looked at Christian, I was like, I know you get annoyed that I play Candy Crush. And he was like, no, I don't. And I realized he doesn't get annoyed. I'm annoyed at myself that I play mm. Candy Crush because I'm like, this is annoying. I don't even like that I'm looking at my screen. And it's not like, I'm not like always on it. Yes. But I do turn to that. And like, if I'm just like, want to just like turn my brain up, but I'm like, I need a better hobby. But what I will say is like, tennis has always been my hobby. Yeah. And I always tell Christian, it's so weird when I play tennis, it's the only thing place like truly that my mind shuts off mm-hmm. like and mm-hmm. it that is so cool that you said that because I am working and moving my hands and my body but like my brain is at so much peace I'm not thinking about anything it's like my true like time to be still even though I'm not being still and so that's so cool I think that's so important and it is important to get a hobby that's not also on your screen yeah and you I know, don't candy hate candy crush. crush I'm not anti-candy yes. crush I have it, it too it does turn your brain off a yes, little bit too. It turns your but, brain off. I love it on airplanes, but I also wonder. So when you say that to me what, and you like that, I wonder if you got a deck of cards and did the same yeah. thing, but it was in your hands instead of the blue screen in your eyes. So true. Yes. Or if you, I mean, you're about to have a tiny person. You could start working on making knitting so blankets sweet. or making oh, little things that. that. And Lainey's about to have a baby too, right? Yes. So you we can start do it make, together. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Yeah, y'all can like learn. And so there is just something what you've tapped into with Candy Crush and what you've if you and I if we were doing a coaching a fun coaching no that's why I'm at, like, yeah. I actually was like throwing the candy crush out as bait like is that a hobby like because yes. I don't like that it's on the screen but right but I like that right like, that's so, what, so what I'm actually hearing you say is that you like games games are fun I know that's part of yes, y'all's family history games. so you love games and and you need your brain to turn off but you don't mind still using your hands you don't need to yes. be asleep so yes. you need to start making you don't you don't have to but I if you said what should I do? I'd say think about things you want to make. You I like making this. things with your I hands. I love making things. And so there's got to be something small that doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a huge blanket that lasts forever. It doesn't have to be like the most beautiful thing ever. You're going to be an amateur at whatever you do. Yeah. And don't delete Candy Crush. Play it sometimes too. Oh, trust me. I'm, I won't delete it. Thank that you. Is my, that's my plain go-to too. Same. That's where the love started. Yes, me uh, too. The love started like 2012 flying across the country. <laughs> yes. When I fly, that's what I do. And that's somehow right. worked my way up to 900. That's right. Uh, 
Sorry. Okay, that's so good. Okay, last thing I want to ask you because okay. obviously the podcast is That Sounds Fun. Your book is That Sounds Fun. So, you know, I, and I know this could probably be a longer story and you can tell whatever long, short version of it that you want. But when it, where did that all come from? Like the podcast, yeah. when was it you're like, I'm going to start this podcast because your podcast has killed it. Like, by mm. the way, just congrats. Like, I love seeing your Instagram, who all you're interviewing, how much fun you're having, yeah. how much fun the guests are having. It's truly become such a huge thing. And so where did all that fun start? Yeah, you know, the podcast really started because of fiction authors like people. PR team called me and said, will you interview him? And I was like, well, yeah, but where are we going to release it? They're like, I was, at the time, I was like, I have a blog what, and I have Twitter. What do you want me to do? And they said, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? And I said, that sounds fun. Hand to heaven. Oh, I said, that sounds no fun. Way. And then I went home and I was like, that sounds fun podcast. Okay. Nobody has it. So here we yes. go. So that that's so really cool. how it started. But that's how the best things start. I was an amateur. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I, I just, I, what I love is I love when my friends meet my friends. And become friends, right? So, like, if you met someone else here in Nashville and we all went to coffee together and then y'all got coffee by yourselves, that's a dream to me. I love when my friends become friends. But that's awesome. what I get to do now in the podcast, too, is introduce my friends who are making something great, a book, an album, a recipe, whatever, to my friends that are listeners. And that's so because so good, I called Annie. the podcast that, it kind of accidentally set me up as the expert on fun. And I then I was it. like, you know what? No one else is taught. People use joy. People use happy. People don't say fun, and I believe in it. And so I was like, well, if they're going to call me an expert, I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) So that's where it came from. That is so good. The best things do happen like that. It was safe for us. Like somebody asked me the best piece of advice I've ever been given. I said it, and my mom said, whoa, that's good. And that's literally (laughs) how it started. So so, it's just so funny. God, there's a rabbit trail. Like if you follow the Holy Spirit like rabbit trail, you'll fall into the coolest thing. That's right. And that's what our friends listening need to hear is like, neither of us had a massive business plan when we started this. No. We had a little (laughs) inkling of something that might bring us a good time. And we stepped toward it one time and then we did it again. And then we did it again. And that is the actual essence of what sounds fun. What sounds fun is do do the little thing, the little door that's opened and Mm -hmm. see if and see if and see if and see what happens. Yeah, that's so good. I love it. Andy, this is so good. This has been so fun. And I cannot wait for people to be coached on fun, instructed by fun, be amateurs and awkwardly dive in. That's right. You're the best. You're such a good friend and just such a good human. Thanks for being on the podcast. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so glad we're friends. Thanks for having me. All right, welcome back to the Good and Bad Advice segment, the part of the podcast where... That you all love more than the other part, probably. Probably. (laughs) Probably. Maybe. Why, because you're in it? Maybe, I don't know, but maybe I'm just thinking that. Maybe you're just I've seen some of the comments. I've seen some of the comments. He reads his comments. I don't read my comments. Um, So, Good and Bad Advice, every time you get in front of a mic, you should make a fart noise. Good advice. That's That's good. Well, instead of doing like, check, check, one, two, three, why don't you just do check, check... Well, we just did had this work? conversation. Did, did you hear that? That worked. Because, like, every time he sits down here, he, like, goes, like, I'm like, how many That's times, how you like, when do you get to the point on. where you stop doing that? I got in trouble last week for doing that at my friend's rehearsal dinner. Yeah, that I was did. totally inappropriate. So that was bad advice. But anything else, it could be good advice. Ooh, this is not good or bad advice, but can I ask you a question? Ask me. And I'm asking all of you, too. Sonic ice or Chick-fil-A ice? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say buy, buying in bulk. Sonic, I don't think you can buy Chick-fil-A in bulk, but you can intentionally buy Sonic in bulk 
But if I'm just going to drink a drink, I'd rather drink Chick-fil-A ice. Me too. Crunchy. Like Sonic Ice is where all the hype's at. And I love Sonic Ice. But like Chick-fil-A ice is like really good. The crunch is specifically good. Speaking of Sonic, did you like the movie Sonic? Yes, but not Remember as much as Remember how much I liked it? I, yes, of course I do. All right, we have to get to this. Okay, sorry. All right. Good or bad advice? Let's see. Don't be sad. It's such a waste of time. Dang. Mm. Brutal. Man. I think that's bad I mean, yeah, advice. Yeah. There's definitely a time and a place to mourn. You, you taught me this too. Because I used to like not want to cry because I was like crying sad. Why would I cry? Let's just get past it. Mm-hmm. And Christian's like, you need to feel that. Like, you're like you, Tears are a good thing. Like, yeah. Also, that movie, uh, The Shack, like yeah. when it talked about the tears and how like, the Holy Spirit like collected all the tears. And it was just so sweet. But mm-hmm. yeah, you really taught me a lot about that. And now I, I cry at the appropriate times yeah. and it helps because it helps you actually move forward. Yeah. And I think and I think that idea of like sadness can like not be a sign of like masculinity. You know, because I think a lot of yeah. people who like want to be masculine, want to be a man don't sad they don't they don't cry but they don't sad pl- they don't they don't act sad whatever <laughs> they want to do because because it's something in their life but i think it's completely okay to cry and still be a man look at king david the dude was a beast yeah baby i love that that is so good all right let's see sushi is great you should try it yeah oh, yes. sushi is one of my favorite foods you kidding me you can crush i can some crush sushi. Some sushi. me like, too talking like four rolls is like child's play yeah, that, that might not even be good for you. Uh, I, I actually read something this morning on my Glorify app. That's actually really good advice. You want to hear oh, it? Oh, bring it. You want to hear it? Yeah. You have no authority where you have no love. Sheesh. Boom. That's that good. Awesome? Heidi Baker. Heidi Baker. You have no authority where you have no love. That's so good. Give that a heart. I give it a heart. Christian and I both have the Glorify, Glorify app, app, and they send you a piece of advice every day. It's like the, quote, It yeah. starts with that. It's a quote, and it's always so good. That one was particularly it's good. It's always just little nuggets of gold. He makes fun of me for saying nuggets. That is not weird. That is not weird. Okay, final <laughs> debate. After you tell us if you like Chick-fil-A or Sonic Eyes, let me know if saying that is nuggets of gold is weird or not. Okay, but Chick-fil-A actually does have nuggets of gold. That's true. They're legit. <laughs> Valid. Valid. I love you. Check out Chick-fil-A today. <laughs>